The last five psalms, Psalm 146 through Psalm 150, each begin the exact same way. Praise ye the Lord. As we enter the season of thanksgiving and praise, Scott is walking us through this crescendo of praise, a study he is calling the Hallelujah Chorus. In our busy lives, we must make time to praise the Lord, not only for what He's given us, but praise the Lord for who He is. And when our heart is filled with praise, we are ready for worship. Let's join Scott now for today's study. We come today to the final note of the Hallelujah Chorus. I hope it will not be the final Hallelujah for you. It will be the first of many, a new beginning of praise in all of our lives. Uh, but we are completing our study today of the final five Psalms, Psalm 146 through 150, all beginning and ending with this expression, praise ye the Lord, literally, hallelujah. We've learned a great deal from this last Psalm. Psalm 150 is only six verses long. It's one of the smallest, and yet it is full of so much truth for us. We've learned in verse 1 that our holy hallelujahs are to be offered in every place. There's no place where you shouldn't be praising God. Every place can be a place of worship and praise. We learned in verse 2 that holy hallelujahs are to be offered for every perfection, for who God is and what God does. For every beautiful thing about our God, we should give Him praise. Then in verses 3 through 5 in our last study, we learned that holy hallelujahs are to be offered with every power that is in us. So, Everything we have, every bit of strength we have, and all that we are as a person should be given back to God in simple and sincere praise. But now we return to the final verse, and I think the verse that encapsulates the message of the whole study. It is Psalm 150 and verse number 6. You know it. Quote it with me. Let everything that hath breath praise the Lord. Praise ye the Lord. This is the truth today. These holy hallelujahs are to be offered by every person. Literally, if you're breathing, I'm talking to you. If you're breathing, God is talking to you. The Lord's word here is for every person that has breath in their body. Uh, the, the birds, uh, the animals, they do not have a spirit. Uh, an animal has a soul in the sense of intellect and emotion, and will, uh, there is that portion of the animal uh, that can respond and is self-aware, aware of what's going on around it, that kind of thing. Uh, but God made man special. God made us with a spirit to respond directly to him. Uh, this is an interesting thought to me, but even the birds and the animals, uh, they have breath in their body, and I think when the birds sing, they sing in praise to the Creator. And I think that every breathing, living thing uh, lifts up the glory of the one that made it. And yet, isn't it sad that the, the height of the creative process, uh, the one nearest to the creator, man, does not use his breath to praise the Lord, that he spends his breath, he spends his life, he spends his days pursuing so many things other than God. One thing that's striking to me here in Psalm 150, especially in the last verse, is that though there is a congregational emphasis throughout all these psalms, they're meeting together and worshiping together, that he ends here not with the congregation but with the individual. You see, uh, we want to restrict worship and praise to what happens at the church house. No, it must 
be at your house. And we want to tell everybody else to praise God. Let's all praise God together. Let me tell you how people praise God together when they come with a spirit of praise already individually. Praise must begin in your own heart, and it must continue in your heart when you're not with others. Let everything that hath breath praise the Lord. Ponder this. He gave you breath. That's a humbling thing. You can't even breathe without him. Did you know that? You can't even breathe without God. If God says today, you will stop breathing. Do you know what? Praise humbles a man. Praise is a reminder that God is great and we are not. And that the Lord is worthy and that we are sinners who simply experienced his mercy and his grace to us. And that's a good thing. You see, pride and praise cannot dwell in the same heart. And if you want to deal with your pride, let me tell you what you need to do. Start praising God. Because when you start talking about how good God is, you'll stop thinking of yourself as good. And when you start talking about how great God is, you'll stop thinking of yourself as great. When God gets big, everybody gets small. And so praise will humble us. It reminds us he's the one who gave us the breath. And then what are we to do? We're to give every breath back to him. Now, to our last breath, with every breath, I am to be praising my God. I don't know how I'll die. Uh, I, I'm not morbid even when I say that. But I would say this to you. If the Lord tears is coming and I die, I would love to die praising God. I'd love to die singing a song to the Lord or lifting a hand to God and, and blessing his holy name. I'd love that. V. Raymond Edmond, one of my favorite authors, he wrote the classic book, They Found the Secret. Uh, he died preaching. He was speaking in chapel in Wheaton College long ago and was talking about seeing the Lord and fell over and was gone to be with God before his head hit the floor. Uh, David Livingston, he died on his knees praying. That's a pretty good way to go. Can you imagine showing up in glory? You'd just been talking to the Lord or talking about the Lord. But I think a glorious way to go would be with your last breath to be praising God. Now ponder this. His entire life was an intercession for you. And your life should be a praise to him. The Lord came as an intercessor, as a mediator between God and man. And every breath until his last breath on the cross, Jesus Christ took his last breath. Think of this, pushed himself up, gasped his last breath, cried out, it is finished, and gave up the ghost. And with his last breath, what was he doing? Making a way of salvation for you and for me. So to his last breath, he was interceding. Uh, he was ministering to our deep needs. Don't you think then that our response should be one of great gratitude for his grace and that with every breath and to our last breath, we should be praising the Lord. And for the record, you can't grumble and complain and praise at the same time. Maybe that's why we don't praise more. We're too busy fussing, talking about nothing, mumbling and murmuring our way to the rapture of the church, whining our way to the judgment seat. Shouldn't be that way. No, we should praise our way into the presence of God every day. We should praise our way through life, and we should praise our way into the throne room of God at the end. Let your whole life with every breath be a praise to our God. Got to point out one final thing, one little word. It is the word ye. It's a small little word. It's used repeatedly. It begins and ends every one of these psalms in the Hallelujah Chorus. Praise ye the Lord. Praise ye the Lord. Praise ye the Lord. Praise ye the Lord. Maybe you should write down somewhere today, ye means me. 
has to get personal. God gets specific with us. My pastor used to say, nothing is real until it's personal. So let's let it get personal today. Will we? Praise ye the Lord. Will we? Will I be a person truly praising God all the days of my life? I'm looking forward to the final worship service. It won't really be the final one. It'll be the first one of eternity. But I'm looking forward to that one. We all gather around the throne and kneel at the nail-pierced feet of Jesus and give him praise and say, worthy is the lamb that was slain. You know what we're all going to do? We're all going to praise the Lord. And I would invite you to join me in doing that today. And then by the grace of God, seek to do it every day. Let your life be a song of praise to God. Let your heart ring out the hallelujah chorus. Let everything in you, all the days of your life to your last breath, praise the Lord. Our Father, we thank you for this study, for your word that leads us to worship, for your spirit that teaches us to praise. Now help us to apply what we've learned and help us to praise the Lord. In Jesus' name, amen. Oh, that men would praise the Lord for his goodness and for his wonderful works to the children of men. We here at Enjoying the Journey are thankful for you, our listeners. It is always such an encouragement for us to hear how God is using the ministry of Enjoying the Journey. All of the resources we provide are free, all because of the support of listeners just like you. While we believe your tithes should be given to your local church, we are always grateful to have Christians from around the country to partner with us as God leads. All gifts are tax deductible. You can visit our website, enjoyingthejourney.org, and click Donate in the upper right-hand corner. You can make a one-time investment or set up reoccurring gifts. However God leads you to partner with us, thank you. And we hope you'll join us next time on Enjoying the Journey.